Trust me, I know guys. All we need is a beer in our hand and a bro by our side, and we are out of the way. You gotta get some decent cheers in here, man. What's this shit made out of, anyway? Steel? Uh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you should get it welded better in the corners. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Yeah, hello. Steed's back. Pat's gone. Pat is out. Yeah. Uh, he was in that uh, ultra marathon in China where 21 people died. Oh, God. Did that actually happen? So, yeah, yep. And Pat was there. So, I hope he's all right. I always told them the marathons were not a great idea. I just don't like running that much. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the ultra marathon. I think it's longer than a normal marathon. Yeah. But, you know, he's probably fine. I had a situation where the other day I was going on a long walk, which is my version of a marathon, and I decided uh, this is, like, we, th- you know, I thought it would be, like, a fun time. This was, like, probably three weeks ago, four weeks ago. It was, like, right when it was, like, couldn't decide if it wanted to be warm or cold. And it was, like, 70-something degrees during the day. So... Me and my fiance decided to go like bike down like a 10 minute bike ride or 15 minute bike ride down to um, this place to get like drinks. You take your shirt off, you know, you you have a beer. And we start biking down. We step outside and realize it's like gone. It's gotten a little colder. So I put on like a jacket. Uh, We bike down there. And my phone is still showing like 70 degrees. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Like, it, you know, something seems off. And we get to the place. Of course, that place is closed because places don't update their hours anymore. And then we're like, all right, we'll just walk somewhere else. The next closest place to walk to was that we wanted to go to was another like 15, 20 minute walk. We start walking there and it gets colder and colder as, as it's going on. And then we get to the place we want to go to. And then there's like this line out the door. And we're like, well, we're not doing that. That's dumb. So we there's a restaurant next to it we sit outside it's the only you can't sit inside at that time like they weren't they didn't have any open spots and so we're sitting outside and it is now getting very cold but i'm looking at my phone it's still saying like 70 degrees i'm like there's no way this is 70 degrees you refresh that i was i I refreshed it and i went to two different websites and something and i don't know what was going on and we it was so cold and I, i had left my bike at the first place so like we had to get back to my bike, like I could have just like taken Uber all the way back. So we had to take a Uber back to get my bike. We get in the Uber and it says like 49 degrees. Whoa. And that's the outside temp. And and so I'm looking at my, you know, the temperature app in my phone and something's still up. What we notice is everybody walking into this restaurant was like dressed in shorts and like flip flops. And was like, what happened? So apparently there was some like record temperature drop. It dropped like 20 something degrees in like an hour. And oh, wow. and it had gone just like it was just free. It basically went from nice out to very cold 
and we had to bike the last like 15 minutes back and it was the most unbearable bike ride of my life. I <laughs> legitimately thought I was going to have to be um, like carrying my fiance across the last like mile of this thing. I thought she was going to pass out. It was so it was like wind blowing in our faces. It ruined uh, this kind of, you know, it was nice to be like, oh, it's supposed to be, let's get some drinks outside. It's nice out to this. I need like a. We got to survive. Yeah, we, we got to survive. survive. I need hot cocoa type home. of thing. <laughs> like it was just crazy how much it changed. Um, but that's similar to what Pat had to deal with in China, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. Same yeah. storm, I bet. Yes. Just a little delayed over there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what's been going on with you, Steve? Um, uh, it's mother effing hot out yeah now i've been asking chubstep people for so long to give me ways to not buy a 200 hundred dollar window air conditioner and nobody nobody gave me good ones nobody told me how much ice i would need um you know like maybe electricity the air nothing so i bought one today tossed it in there i'm the happiest person alive so I was, okay, I think I was confused because I thought you just didn't want to run the AC unit because of the electrical cost. I, I didn't know you didn't have one. Yeah. Well, I have, I have one window, one in my living room. I okay. don't have a bedroom living one. And I thought that my electric bill was really high. Or like, I thought it would be high because in Georgia, I was paying like a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. All winter, I didn't pay my electric bill because I thought it was on auto pay. <laughs> so then I get a letter and it was pink. I'm like, oh, I should open this one. Yeah. And it says, uh, you haven't paid your bill in like, I think it was seven months. Oh, God. We're going to turn your power off tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, crap. What do I owe? 200 bucks. <laughs> money truck, baby. For seven or eight months of power. It was wow. $200. I'm like, here's your money. Like, yeah, no problem. I'll talk to you in eight months, so I'll give you another 200 bucks. Yeah, they uh, they do have a rule a lot of times that they can't shut you down like in the winter months. So you probably got away with it even a little longer than you could have normally. But that's, yeah, it is wild how you could go from, if you're living like by yourself and you're not running like AC, you can run a pretty, you know, not a lot of electric bill. Well, this window air conditioner that I bought, it said the yearly cost was $49 for to run the electric. Wow. And I don't believe that for a fucking second. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. Like, there's absolutely no way. Yeah. I just I just set it up right before this, turned it on to 61 degrees, closed my bedroom door. <laughs> I'm expecting an ice box. We will find out. We will find out. But the the Chubstep listeners failed and did not come up with a better solution other than I just wanted to let them know. Yeah, that's. I think that's fair to let them know. They should know. They failed. Yeah, do better. Yeah, listeners. A shark ate your eye. Yeah, it happened when I went down off the coast of Australia. Uh, your boat sank. No, 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 not my boat. My boss's boat. Yeah, we hit this reef. You son of a bitch ran the whole coast. Wait, the Great Barrier Reef? You heard of it, huh? Smart lady. Steed, I, uh, you know, they kind of lifted some of this mask mandate, which is nice for my gym uh, where I work out. I do uh, laps in the morning, uh, like swimming sometimes. 
And it's been really difficult to do it with the mask on to like swim the laps because it's like by by lap two, like the paper mask is already like dissolving and going in my mouth as I'm trying to, yeah. to swim. And so now like the fact that I don't have to wear it helps out a lot. It should be a big help. Yeah. Well, if you have a snorkel, what did you think about snorkeling? Because that might. Yeah, I had the snorkel, but then I had to like mash up the I basically had to crinkle the paper mask and stick it into the top of the snorkel. And then that made oh, that yeah. really difficult to do. I can see that being an issue. Yeah, I was basically shooting it out every second. Then I had to stop my swimming, and then I had to like, yeah, tape it on there, and and then I couldn't breathe, and yeah. I'm well. I'm glad they fixed that for you. You could have uh, done the side stroke, otherwise known as the recovery stroke, where your mouth always stays above water. That's true. No, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. I was only doing uh, breaststroke and um, yeah you go under pretty hard in breaststroke yeah but i thought you know that's the best way for my shoulders that's what i thought so that's why i had to do that but i guess i never really thought about side stroke see that would have solved the problem too yeah um but it's not much of a workout no i will say that about the side stroke yeah yeah <laughs> you can't get any workout from that it's basically a waste of time I, yeah well i'm glad um <laughs> Dudes like me just swim in the Fox River for a workout. <laughs> no mask out there. That's true. Uh, the <clears throat> there was a uh, I did go to the beach this past weekend, and the rule was you could go in the beach, but you couldn't go in the water. Um, ah, yeah. You know how that works, and so basically that was not you know nobody was paying attention to that. I'm not sure what the logic was behind that one either. But <laughs> uh, there was a guy. There was the biggest power move I've almost ever seen. And so this was at Montrose Beach, which is kind of north northern side of the Chicago beaches. It's not as popular as some of the other ones, but you can get away with a lot more, I've noticed, uh, because it doesn't seem like they patrol it really at all. <laughs> there was a guy, a guy had a bike that looked like um, what you picture one of the first motorcycles looking like, like a 1930s chopper, if you could picture what that would look like. But it was an electric motorcycle, but it meant to look like an old chopper. But the guy just, and it had very thick tires, kind of the, um, you know, they were a couple inches wide. I mean, maybe like four to five inches wide, um, you know, so fairly, fairly big size tires for the size of this thing. But he drives, uh, he just drove his electric bike on the beach, like through groups of people and then parked it right next to the water, just laid it down right next to the water, went in like basically put his feet in in the water and then got back up and just started driving around some more. Wow. That's cool. It was very cool. Was everyone clapping for him? No, I was not close enough to clap for him. I would have, I would have applauded him at the very least. I, there was, that was, I saw the power move. And then the other power move is, and I've seen a few people do this one, which is this, you have to be kind of near the beach on a boardwalk type area you have the motor, you can do it with a bicycle, but I've seen it more times with the kind of trice, like an adult sized tricycle. And they put music in the back, like you have some sort of speaker where you're blasting music, and then you're not just driving straight on the sidewalk, you kind of go from side to side, like you just kind of swerve on the sidewalk on your bicycle. You what? You swerve on it? So basically, instead of just going straight, like you were just pedaling straight, you kind of like pedal oh you're like yeah. swerving left and right so basically you're taking up like half of the sidewalk or the maybe the full thing depending on how big you're swooping you're doing it slow 
And you're basically just blasting music and slowly swooping from side to side. Yep. It's another power move that uh, I don't I don't think I could pull off either of these, but I am envious of the people that can. Yeah, I was doing that power move with my friend when we were in like probably seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. Uh, and then we started going down a hill and picking up speed. Yes. So we were swooping like all the way across the road. And then he swoops too hard and just fucking just balls it up. Like he's flipping down the road, like bikes 20 feet in the air. He's like rolling and he like skids with step like dead in this guy's driveway. And the guy happened to be like getting his mail or something. Oh God. So he like watches and like, just like almost die. And then he just like looks at him and just goes back in his house. Didn't say anything. Oh my god! I mean, so uh, yeah. Don't swoop. Don't, don't swoop, people. Don't swoop. I agree. Don't swoop. And it's like it, being on a bike is so. I'm so nervous about it all the time. I've talked about it a lot. Like I, I only drive on like paths. Very. I try to go on the road as least as possible. There was somebody that just um, one of the architects of the Chicago like uh, O'Hare Airport. This kind of cool walkway underneath with all these lights. Um, that are above you. It's kind of a passenger walkway. This guy just died like a couple of weeks ago on a bike because he just basically ro- like ran through a re- like a stop sign and then a car just sideswiped him. Like he didn't turn left or right. You see that all the time, and that's like adults. Like I get I get more of an excuse where you're a kid, you just do dumb stuff. Like I've done so much of that, but I feel like it's this guy was 81 when he got hit by this car and just. I think it. that was right near. Um my dad's house really actually yeah Yeah, it was uh burlington road yeah not good not good but it's like you have to be extra you gotta obey the rules of the road and you kind of just think you're for some reason you think you're a little more invincible on a bike than you are like just walking i like (laughs) like what are they gonna hit me and then that guy was like yeah i'm gonna hit you and i'm not gonna get in any trouble yeah yeah, it's it is wild. Like you, yeah, you just kind of forget about. You just get in like a zone on a bike, and uh, it's dangerous. Like even some of the stuff you and me have gone like mountain biking times, and it's like if I were to, <laughs> it's like if you think about what you're actually doing, it's a little scary. Like sometimes you're going over these rocks and and sticks, and you know, fast, and you're like, if I actually wiped out right now, I could get pretty hurt. But you just kind of not think about it. Unless you're fast enough, like when the front wheel of my bike fell off in Wisconsin, and I did the splits, the front wheel falls off, goes straight under my bike, I pushed off the handlebars, did the splits, jumped over the handlebars, one somersault, back on my feet. It, it's not just the wheel fell off, like your front axle shattered as you were going like in this yeah. up and down valley. It somehow like, so my bike was going from downhill uh, pretty quick to completely stopped in yeah. like one second yes <laughs> and i did a i did the coolest move i've ever done i wish it was on camera. i wish i was at least in the front of the pack yes i was actually in the back so you guys just kept going yeah all of a sudden we're just like where's where's paul and we ridiculous thing about that was we had another like mile left on that path you just had to drag your one-wheeled bike like a mile of mountain carry, bike path yeah, yeah that sucked that's a, there's some activities you do and you realize oh yeah if something bad happens now like i don't have another way to get 
somewhere. Like that's always my problem with snowmobiles. That's why I'm nervous on snowmobiles. It's like my snowmobile breaks down. What's my option for, you know, if you're along the road, that's one thing, but it's like, you can't go too far. Your snowmobiles break down. You're just screwed. Yeah. Like I'm going to freeze to death in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. It's uh, that's one of those activities is just mountain biking. You don't want to go too long a path. Something bad happens. You got to get out of there somehow. It's not easy. Um, Steve, is there something you wanted to get to? Yeah, I want to talk the big uh, news event of the year. Whoa, what was that? Specifically the 17 years. Okay. Cicadas are back, baby. Oh, yes. The electric in the air. I guess super cicadas. The ex-cicadas, X-Men cicadas. Yeah. They're mother effing back. I guess it's a big cicada year. They're already showing up like insane amounts in the south. And I think we're next. Yeah, what's the time frame for that? Like it should be like it's this summer at some point, right? Yeah, I think this summer they'll start popping out. Dumbest animal, insect alive. Uh, it's up there with the mayfly for me. Do you know the mayfly? Do the mayflies live underground for 17 years and then come up for a week? It's, it, no, it's a more, it's, it's less extreme than that. Cause it's like they sleep all year and then they're alive for like a day or two and then they just die. That's also a pretty dumb insect. Yeah. The 17 year thing is like, come on. That's 17 years just being underground. What are you doing down there? Yeah, what are they doing down there? Like, is it like a party? Are they just sleeping? Like, what? Like, it's got to be. I think they're a party. I would think so. I would think so as well. All right, so they bang it out. They put their eggs on tree branches. Nymphs hatch, but they're fucking nymphs, so they can't do anything. They fall to the ground, go in the soil, suck on fluids from roots for years. So they're just sucking on roots. <laughs> I don't want them sucking on my plant's roots. They're sucking on your roots, Jay. God. For 17 years. God, that's brutal. Yeah. I hate that. They're as loud as a lawnmower. Yeah, and, and, there's, and they're big and they land on you. Uh, real fast, Steve, with the mayflies, it says that the female mayflies live less than five minutes and the male mayflies can live up to two days. Five minutes? Yes. <laughs> How is that possible? How does that... <laughs> How does a species survive? I don't know. They're just like, it's a crazy orgy for five minutes, and then uh, they're moving on. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't know. That's what this thing says. It's also from the internet, so we'll find out. But uh, I do know that they the two days thing sounds right to me. But yeah, cicadas, same, similar thing, just a dumb bug that just... It's so they're so loud, they're scary big. At least they don't like go in your house much. Like it's not like a cockroach type thing. They're just outside flying. But I I have had ones run into me before. You see them on the trees. They like you get the shells on the trees, and it's like a little. It's like a mummy type thing. Yeah, they're really creepy when you find them because then you're never like. It looks so realistic. Yes, you're like, oh, a cicada. What's it doing? Uh, and then you're. Like, get closer and closer turns out it's just it's skin yes weird skin um so this 
guy, he's some agriculture nerd. Yeah. He says that by emerging all at once in densities of up to one and a half million per acre. God. So the cicadas just overwhelm any predators like birds and skunks, and they get too full to eat any more, and then the other cicadas survive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they come out all at once. <laughs> I guess that's the evolutionary reasoning. They just go, all right, some of us are going to get eaten, but a million of us won't. So good luck. Just playing the numbers game. I like it. Yeah. I guess that's uh, crabs on the beach and stuff. When the, How they just like shoot all their, oh shit. They shoot all their crabs out yeah. at once. Same deal. It was like, well, all righty. Yeah. This also says people can eat cicadas. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of deep-fried salt-and-pepper cicada. Doesn't look the worst. I Here's the deal. It like, does look crunchy. I, we had, you know, we had uh, Laura DeSaro from Cricket, from uh, Chirps Chips, which uses the cricket flour. And I don't have a problem if I if I basically can't see what it is. Right. Like, I don't I don't like eating like Branzino fish because I don't like seeing the whole fish eye and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm like I, I'm fine if it just filleted and I just see a fillet of something, but I don't love seeing the whole thing. So like if you could grind up the, you know, cicada and the cicada flour and make it into something, I'd probably be more OK with that than like a deep fried cicada or just eating one raw. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the future, you might actually uh be able to because we can't sustain eating meat and plants so we're gonna have to move to insects soon as long as there's some good recipe some good bobby flay insect recipes i'm fine with that he'll probably he'll probably make some yeah um so i found a this woman commented on this article about eating she says i've eaten cicada then she talks about her race which i'm not going to mention because obviously it's I'll get canceled. It's racist. Yeah. She says, uh, I've eaten cicada with, I don't know what these words are, and it's delicious. Having its own flavor and not at all like shrimp, <laughs> I'd say it's more similar to crawdad. Okay. Wasn't going to associate. <laughs> it's not at all what I was saying. It's cicada like shrimp. <laughs> She's uh, like, it tastes nothing like shrimp, but imagine the closest thing to a shrimp, and that's what it tastes like. <laughs> Uh, she also says that she's seen like foxes and possums and crows eat so many cicadas they can't even move. Oh god, they just get like fat with they, them. Yep, they just keep eating cicadas until they can't move. Uh, and then she closes this comment by saying, "I prefer cicadas over people any time, as they don't get bent out of, <clears throat> as they don't get all bent out of shape when you tune them out." There's a yeah, I mean there is an interesting group of people that hate other people. Yeah. Like But why are you commenting are, on this article if you hate people so much? There's like a there's clearly a large doing group it for people. interaction. Yeah, there's a large group of people that are self-proclaimed like I can't stand other people. Like uh screw everybody else, you know, like I like you know animals more than, you know, people, you know, but it's like you're a person so <laughs> yeah and then you're commenting on an article for attention from other people yes exactly exactly like, w what's wrong with you 
when you're saying stuff like that, you're exactly you're saying it to other people for the intention of stating some sort of point, and yeah. and that so exactly it's like you just want more attention. Your your animal's not getting giving you enough attention because they don't know what you're saying. Actually, you know they know a few commands. They know what you're actually saying. So you have to reach out to. I don't know. It's it's a weird dynamic. The people that claim to hate other people. Yeah. Yeah, but I see all those people. Well, I hate those people. Yeah, those people seem to, you know, a lot of times are in relationships or the other things like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not buying it. Serial killers are the only ones that hate other people. That's a perfect example. That's, yes. Unless you've, (laughs) unless you're. Unless you've murdered a bunch of people, shut up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay, last cicada fact. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, There's. My so the cicadas have a arch enemy, which is the same as one of my arch enemies. Bees, a wasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew it. A wasp. I, There's a wa- a wasp called a cicada cicada killer. I like calling them cicada. That's uh, that's your, your Georgia <laughs> roots coming to. out. Howdy, partner. Yeah, the cicada killer wasp. Uh, <laughs> they go up to two inches long. Yeah. So That's huge. They're two very... inches. The reason I know this, Steed, is because there is a place that I play sand volleyball at. And the sand courts are riddled with these cicada killing wasps. And they're oh scary. My God. And they're long and they have these huge stingers. Dude, the picture of this is terrible. Yeah, they're they're very scary. And so, like... There's been times where we've had to just like move courts uh, to not because to, like you're worried about stepping on one. It is oh. it's in Arlington Heights. It's very weird. I it's uh, but that's how I'm very aware of them. I've seen them many times. They don't. I don't think they're aggressive towards people unless you like step on one or something, which can happen if you're diving in sand. So. It th- this says that after mating, the females take to the to the skies and do nothing but hunt cicadas. All they do is just hunt cicadas. Then they're so big, they can carry the cicadas in the air. So that big-ass cicada, they can they stab it and shoot the venom in them and then just carry it back to their burrow. They're going to be pumped for the summer. This oh, is my like... God. And then they lay an egg in the cicada and yeah. seal the entrance. <laughs> Oh my so that, god, that's gross. So that the larvae can eat the cicada. Yeah, see, this is like, you know, people are talking about 2021 is going to be a crazy summer. A lot of people are vaccinated. Things are opening up. I think it might be the craziest summer ever for, you know, in 17 years for these wasp-killing cicadas. I mean, it's going to be a party central for these guys. Those guys are, they've been waiting. Yes. You know they know something's coming, even though they're a dumb bug. They're like, uh, something. Something's looking up this year. Yeah. I got a good feeling about 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they're, they've got to be annoyed with humans complaining for like, oh, I, I had a year where I couldn't do stuff. They've had like, you know, 16 years where they've had like bullshit, you know, yearly cicadas, yeah. which are not that great. Horrible, shitty cicadas. Yeah. <laughs> so not a million of them. Exactly. Yeah. Those things are wild. I want to talk. I haven't done a uh, Billy Bob Thornton movie review in a while. I want to do one of those, dude. Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor. Once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, when it's like this, you can say three but not four. Well, <laughs> it's 
It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the f up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a, the guy who was six five, and shrunk him down for the f movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God no. damn it. I mean seriously, what he's are you doing? Dwarf. Of course he's that f short. That's. What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? All right. This is from. 2018 question mark uh, i'm talking london fields the movie london fields so let me tell you why i did the question mark uh even though i said it out loud uh basically this movie was filmed in there's two accounts of it but it looks like 2013 or 2015 had some issues with distribution ended up actually getting released in 2018 and then this kind of tells you a little, this is a total classic thing in the independent film world, uh, but it had the producers and the directors were fighting with each other. And it ended up releasing with two different versions, a producer's cut and a director's cut. One was like 12 minutes longer than the other. They featured like different music, different edits, uh, different sort of things. And the movie ended up not receiving great, you know, when you hear all this other stuff around the movie, that's usually not because the movie was great. I'll put it that way. If you start hearing things that, oh, the producer sued her, like they sued uh, Amber Heard at some point. I, let me, I guess I'll say who is in this. Uh, Amber Heard is starring in this. Uh, Johnny Depp's. That's who that is? In The Main Girl in London Field? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, but we're pro Johnny Depp, right? Uh, do we have to pick a side? Oh, <laughs> The questions come out. Well, let's. I'll get to who's in, then we can talk about that. So Amber Heard is in this. Johnny Depp is also in this. It was actually he actually joined this as a favor, as a favor to her in like twenty whenever they were dating, like 2013, 2015, whenever this was filmed. Uh, Car, uh, Cara Delevingne is in this. She is. Oh, that's probably who I'm watching. Wait, who is that? I don't know. Just keep going. The main, the main the picture trailer. you're seeing is Amber Heard, if you're looking at, at previews Oh, and stuff. yeah. She's, she looks good. Uh, Amber Heard does look good in this. Uh, Jason Isaacs is in this briefly. Uh, Jason Isaacs, the reason you'll know him, he plays, in my opinion, probably the best villain ever. Uh, he is the main bad guy in The Patriot, the kind of guy that's running with a cavalry um, that kills uh, two of Mel Gibson's sons, basically. So... Then there's Billy Bob Thornton, of course. And then, yeah, those are kind of the main people in here that I that I recognized. What I will say is that it takes place in London. It's called London Fields. It is about Billy Bob Thornton, who's from New York. He's not from the South in this. He is a writer. He's writing a book. He moves to New York. He moves into Jason Isaac's uh, like kind of three flat in London, like the super fancy place. They switch houses. Jason Isaacs is also a writer. He switch, he moves into like Billy Bob Thornton's shitty studio apartment in, in Hell's Kitchen in New York. And they switch, uh, but they both were switching because they wanted new experiences to get new writing material, basically. And so Billy Bob Thornton is there. He meets Amber Heard like right away. And she has some sort of thing where she has predicted all these deaths in her life. So she's predicted like, I think her parents dying, her friend dying. She predicted her own death is coming up. 
And so Billy Thorne's like, oh, this is an interesting story. I'll start following her around and, you know, see if these kind of things come true. So she is playing like a very manipulative person in this. And it's not really clear what her intent, like why she wants to do this. But she basically picks two different guys. Both of them are in relationships. Uh, but she is so unresistible, apparently, that they both, you know, one of them is dating Cara Delevingne, who is a supermodel. Uh, and they have a kid with her, but he doesn't want anything to do with that. He wants Amber Heard. Same with this other guy who's married um, to Jamie Alexander, uh, who's also a pretty actress. So, But anyway, not good enough for these guys. So they want Amber Heard. And uh, the whole thing, Billy O'Thorne's kind of just following this sort of, this sort of storyline and seeing if there's a, a book that he can write from it. And that's kind of the concept of this thing. So like I was saying, it was released. There was a lot of controversy around it being released. You know, one person didn't want this. The other person didn't want that. Uh, that's that's a very classic thing where a director, like they have the creative vision, like they know what's best for the film. And that might be true. They actually might know what's best, but that might not fit with what people want to see or what distribution is telling them they want to see. And the producers are a lot of times involved in that. So the producers might say, hey, we know that the movie needs to be an hour and a half in order to meet this kind of quota. You know, like we don't want it any longer than an hour and 40 minutes because then people don't want to watch it. That's kind of what our distributors are saying. But the director would be like, it needs to be this long to fit this vision and all. The so it's hard to know who's actually right unless you watch both versions. I only saw the uh, theatrical version, which I think was the producer's version. Um, but the short one, um, it was still long. <laughs> it was still long. <laughs> I will, I will say that I felt like it, I could have ended like 20 or 30 minutes earlier. That also happens a lot where people think they need more than they do to explain things. And a lot of times the shorter is better. It's kind of, you, you want to leave people wanting a little more instead of like, Oh, they over explain things. And in this case, it was just kind of like a lot of extra storyline that wasn't needed. It was a little confusing at times. The acting was kind of interesting and all over the place. The storyline, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, there was a lot of suing going back and forth, which just kind of tells you the result of this movie. If, if things had gone fantastic and this movie was amazing, there would not have been people suing each other. Unless it was like, I want more back-end points or I was promised more money, that sort of thing. That was all these things that we're suing were like over content in the in the movie. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of stuff like that, which is not uncommon in the independent film world. Like people claiming fraud, they're actually being fraud, all that type of stuff. Anyway, London Fields, not top tier for me. This is a bottom tier movie. It's kind of the top ten, top end of the bottom tier. Amber Heard kind of makes up for it. She's she plays that character pretty well, but it's just like the storyline is kind of it's just not enough to me. And, and some of the other side characters are not great. Bottom tier, that's tough. Do you want to do you want to hear what some uh, YouTube people thought? Of I do. The movie? I do. So under that trailer, uh, Livia, Livia Marcus said, "Here's to all the haters," which is you, Jared. That's you. Yeah. So I watched this. Due to the criticism the trailer received, and my conclusion is this. This is actually really good. A good script, well executed, so deal with it. My rating, 7.5. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, 
this next person, Candy Soda, said, just got done watching it. Don't waste your time. No nudity. Uh, that's not really true, by the way. There is definitely nudity in this. Well, then this guy replied, is it worth is it worth to watching it? I like the cast. I mean, is it really this bad? And then Candy sort of replied to that. I had no idea what I was watching. Yeah, that's, that's that is accurate. That part is accurate. I don't know if that was, uh, you know, if that guy even watched the right movie. <laughs> and literally everyone else, I'm I'm talking about 600 comments in a row. Oh my God, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are in the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this happened <laughs> while they were in a relationship. Every, like, 10th comment in between those is uh, somebody explaining that the movie was made in 2015. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because this, this might have come out after they were, you know, kind of breaking up and obviously had a very bad breakup uh, that was all over the news. But this yeah. is, uh, yeah, I would not recommend this to people. Uh, you know, obviously you can be like, the one girl in the YouTube commenters, and I'm sure people have enjoyed this movie, but I think overall She's they're the better. only one that had anything good to say. Okay, that's not surprising to me. Uh, about, I'm I'm going to say 300 comments that I read. So. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Chorizo tacos. Are you saying chorizo tacos? Don't play around because I'm super hungry. Steed, is there anything else you want to get to here? Uh, we did get a chubstep clarification. Oh, good. Well, what was it? Last week, we were ripping on uh, Church for having a fundraiser where they were giving away um, a four-night, three-day, four-night stay, four-night, three-day, three-night, four-day stay at a random lake. Yes. There's actually a lake random in Wisconsin. Oh, or sorry, God. random lake, Wisconsin. Okay. So the lake Which is... you should have known because it's in Sheboygan County. Oh my God! How did I not know that? That is wild. Uh, yeah, no that that was news to me. Yeah, that was sent in by uh, Chubstep Gaga. I don't know if she has another Chubstep name. <laughs> well, that thank you for the clarification, Chubstep Gaga. That is, yeah, I would never have guessed that. Um, random like. I, I, does it does it look nice? Have we looked up anything with Random Lake? All right, if I type in Random Lake, yep, Random Lake, Wisconsin. All right, I was hoping that uh, the first hit would just be like random pictures of lakes instead of the actual lake. Uh, it looks basically like a hillbilly shithole. Uh, <laughs> I would I would turn looking at these pictures. I would turn down the. As as far as lakes go, the pictures I'm seeing, it's not looking great. It looks like shitty and cloudy, even in the good pictures. Like, yeah, these are the promotional pictures for the place, and they are <laughs> yeah. very cloudy and not nice looking. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't look good. No. Quiet little... Ma- I, sh- I shouldn't be that mean to these random lake people. It's still uh, a lake. But they probably want to keep it that way. They don't want us tourists coming up to Random Lake. They want That's us to true. go to Lake Geneva. That's a good point. That's a very good point. It is a smart move if you actually like, you feel good. You're like, I don't want any more people here. This is my area. Just put some bad pictures up online. Nobody's going to go check it out. Yeah. And bam, nobody's going to visit Random Lake. Yeah. 
Um, she also sent in another seltzer review, which I forgot to buy. Oh, okay. Bud Light Seltzer Out of the Office Limited Edition. Okay. She said um, they're very good. And I don't know if that was the night she called me. She left me a voicemail at 2.30 in the morning saying, Hello, your call cannot be taken at the moment, so please leave your message after the tone. If I don't pick up the phone again, I'm done. Wow. I'm done. I'm done. So I'm a little, I'm a little worried, and I sleep with my phone on loud mode now. Yeah. I get too many like random like notification updates to sleep with my phone on loud, but I don't get calls like that, so I see where you're coming from. Yeah, you don't get threats at three in the morning. No, I don't. <laughs> Damn it, I don't. You're right. That's a good thing. Though. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I would say my so far favorite. If I were to, I know you already declared drink of the summer seltzer wise. If I were to declare my drink of the summer, it would be the truly fruit punches. Whoa, have I not had these yet? I don't know, Steed. If you have not I had them. I haven't. I haven't. The Truly Punches, I would I would recommend. They're they don't taste like alcohol at all. They taste like 2021 summer. Don't double click that iPhone headphone and skip this podcast cuz we'll be right back with more Chub Step. Uh last thing here I want to talk about this is a little quicker subject. I got some longer stuff for next time. I thought of some things that millennials killed, names of things that millennials killed. Yeah. Things that nobody says anymore, but I think we heard a lot growing up. One, and they're both TV related. One, the TV being called the boob tube. Boob tube. When was the last time you ever heard the word boob tube? Or maybe you've never heard that. Maybe you're not familiar with that. Boob tube. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just like porn, though. Like late night porn. No, it's not that. Um, let me. I got the definition right here. <clears throat> they were using boob not in the sexual sense, but they were using it in the sense of something that is like, oh, he's such a boob, like stupid, dumb, you know, that sort of thing. So oh, really? they were basically saying that if you were watching TV, you were kind of mindless. It was like somebody that was, this was when TVs were first coming out. Um, they were not as, you know, like there was a lot of the older generation that's like people are wasting their time on, you know, sitting in front of a TV. So that was kind of the, you know, lowbrow people were watching TV. They were like the boobs. So it's called the boob tube uh, in that sense. Okay. I get it. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yes. Yeah. So. I think that's a, again, you were not even that familiar with that term. I had heard that a few times growing up, but that is definitely a term for the TV. Another one is a clicker for the remote. Uh, I still use that. You still use the, you say the clicker? Yeah, sometimes. I think it's more like ironic and like hipster. Yes. But yeah. But, but how many, how many people you think past our generation, like, I don't say clicker. I feel like each... It, I don't think it's going to last much more than our generation. See, I think our generation is going to be the end of it. They might think it doesn't really make a clicking noise. No. And I think it was probably because the radio dials or the TV dials used to turn it and it would click. The old remotes actually had a clicking noise. It made a clicking. It would go it, click. It would make a. It would make like a ping, click. a ring, 
a ring type thing that would actually that noise is what would change the channel. Click. Yeah, exactly. That was spot I'm just imagining every time I try and change the channel. Yes. I remember hearing from somebody, I can't remember, I thought one of my family members that sometimes like the dog would would walk by with its like uh collar jingling and it would change the channel. Okay. Because it was an audio thing. So that's, oh that's, God, that's the, so dumb. Yeah, that's where the clicker part came from. But again, not not really used term. Nobody calls somebody a boob anymore. Uh, also, you know, the, the the remotes don't actually do that anymore. So, you know, terms that are going away. But I feel like we're the last generation. We will end up killing off those terms. You mean, Steve? You might use it ironically, but I don't know if you'll pass it on. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna just use it even more now. Perfect. So Double more down. people know that. Double down. Yes. <laughs> Stand by it. Bird up. Steezers, what last thing you want to get to? Yeah. Um, so on two days ago on sun Saturday, yeah. Uh I was driving and uh meth head lady popped out in front of my car 